there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And with this light comes a new reality. But what will this new reality mean for the future of business? Listen as CEOs give the partners at KPMG their two cents of advice on how to best prepare for a post-COVID-19 economy. My name's Rachel Featherston, and this is Road to New Reality Podcast. Each episode will give listeners an inside peek at lessons learned and what to expect for the future. In this episode, we touch base with Sean O'Driscoll, Managing Director, Country Head at Universal Investments in Luxembourg. Sean emphasizes the importance of being prepared for any risk, regardless of how outlandish or improbable it might seem. Now, over to our asset management partner, Stefan Kreiker, to kick off the conversation. Thanks, Rachel, for the introduction. Hi, everyone. I'm Stefan Kreiker, and I'm an asset management partner here at KPMG Luxembourg. So, Sean, thanks for being on the show today. My first question is, why was Universal able to respond so quickly to the crisis? So, uh, thank you, Stefan. Uh, the regular BCP testing, the, the one that I'm sure we all go through on an ongoing basis, and our teams wonder why do we go through this on an annual basis, those well-designed plans and those tests themselves really is what led us to be in the position that we are in now to be able to service our clients and continue managing through this crisis. So it seems that the regular BCP testing pays out at the end of the day. So you're well prepared for the crisis. So what will you be taking forward from this as we go into the next phase of building resilience? The crisis did highlight how flexible, how flexible models must be and how capable we must be to adapt and, and also that we need to anticipate risk whose probability may sometimes seem very low. Uh, this, is, this is crucial, um, which we've gone through in the, in the BCP testing and sometimes can be easily overlooked. Now, a major part of business continuity is homeworking. Did all go perfectly to plan? We had some concerns or outside of the normal environment. We are in the home office or we are in an offsite location. Can we still work together while we're working on different projects or complex issues or challenges there. Uh, so that's something that we quickly overcame based on the technology that we had in place using our leveraging the audio and the video. Uh, this really worked well with our clients, with our teams, uh, with, with board meetings. So that challenge that we faced quickly went away as we started to work in this, in this environment. How will you build out from this as we go into a deconfinement? So we didn't, you know, the way we look at it is we didn't come this far uh, to take multiple steps back. So we really want to take a measured approach here. On the basis and in coordination with the government and regulator, of course, our approach will be to apply a partial and gradual deconfinement. We remain flexible with our team, you know, based on their personal situations. I think that is key for us. Uh, we don't want to force people back into the office. We have the technology. We have everything up and running. It's working very well. So we really want to make sure that we, we take the right approach for our colleagues and to also manage the business. In preparation for the team's gradual integration back into the office, we will implement the regulatory requirements, of course, along with probably stricter measures of employee number of employees per office, uh, the two-meter distancing, uh, necessary protection such as masks, barriers if need be, uh, we will we'll have rules visible throughout the building just to make sure it's clear. Of course, we'll be circulating that to teams before they come back to the office. 
uh, and when they come back. Uh, other, other measures we may take is we will have a further clean desk policy, so disinfecting work areas, uh, issuing masks, uh, gloves when necessary. Every employee will have hand sanitizers available to them. Um, so we really want to make sure we have strict measures. Uh, also including the, the common areas such as kitchens and, and elevators. So, you know, once again, the health and safety of our employees is our priority. The team is our biggest asset. So we need to mean, remain flexible. It's really crucial for how we manage this crisis going forward and how we go forward with the integration plans. How we are organized now, our setup and our approach really allows us to easily adapt to different scenarios. So I think we're, we're in a good situation there, um, taking into account we're in the crisis situation. Yeah, it feels like the industry as a whole has reacted really well to such an unusual scenario. Um, and, and I think that in my experience going through this, everyone I'm dealing with is prepared and it's going very well. So, and if we're not, you know, in my personal view, we put the risk on our clients and also the industry at risk. So that's why you know, um, I think it's very important. Now let's turn to the new reality post COVID-19. Should we expect any surprises or changes to asset allocation? Um, what can be observed in my view is that when a crisis happens, they rethink their, alloc their, their allocation. So, um, you know, I think there's been a focus on ESG as an, it's not such, it's not an asset class as such, but ESG has outperformed many other asset classes and ESG over, has gained momentum over the years for obvious reasons. The question will be, has this crisis given it further impetus? Uh, we experience continuation of traditional asset classes. Alternatives is the same. I mean, we, we service 90% of our, our products are in the alt space. Um, this has been an ongoing trend in, in, based on what we see from our clients, it continues to go in that direction. Uh, what we will have to look at is the repricing real estate market and illiquid assets as well. That's still to come, but we'll see where that, where that takes us. So you think we'll see a real change? Yeah, well, we'll for, for, for us, what we see is that you know, it seems like it will be a long-term outperformance of ESG. So it seems that that may continue, based as what I was highlighting earlier. And then if we look at the crisis, how we've experienced this crisis, how the countries or, or some of the cities, major cities, you know, the drop in pollution levels, uh, the, the clear waters in Venice, uh, wildlife adventuring into areas where normally they're not seen, where, where humans are. So this is really taking a, a change to, to the environment. Uh, do we take a step back and go greener? Uh, focus more on sustainable investments? I, I think you know, time will tell. Sean, thanks for being here today. Best of luck on the road to the new reality. Mm -hmm.